Hi, I'm Ryan Cassidy. Every week I play songs for Jenna, my big sister who always hated my favorite music. Now, years later, we listen back to some of the most influential music of my youth and check out my new favorites to hear what she thinks. This is Songs for Jenna. Are you ready to get political today? (laughs) First, I have a confession to make. What's the confession? Well, I listened back to the songs from last week. Yeah. That first Jumping Fences song. You know how I'm the, it takes me a while to like songs. I know you got to get used to it before you can. Yeah. Before you can like it. So second time around, it wasn't so bad. Oh, you kind of liked it? Yeah. <laughs> well, also in a previous episode, you asked about Kathleen Hanna because we played a song where she was um, singing in the background. Right, right. Yeah, and you asked who she was, and I and I said we'll do a, an episode. To be determined. <laughs> yeah. So this week, I want to talk about her and the music movement that she was involved with called Riot Girl. Oh. So Kathleen Hanna, she's famous for many things, and one of which is writing... Kurt Smells Like Teen Spirit on Kurt Cobain's wall. Did you know that? Maybe. Yeah, that's where he got the title for that for that song. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you remember hearing like in the 90s at Lollapalooza, Courtney Love punched Kathleen Hanna? No. Guess, yeah, so she got like sucker punched by Courtney Love at Lollapalooza 95. But mostly in the 1990s, she was the singer in a band called Bikini Kill. Do you remember I loved Courtney Love and Hole? Yeah. No, I mean... I like Courtney Love, too. I guess in a fight, I would have to bet on Courtney Love over Kathleen Hanna, but <laughs> she's she's a tough cookie. Yeah, shit's going down. <laughs> but I'm a much bigger fan of Bikini Kill and Kathleen Hanna. Hmm. And she's also credited with being in the forefront of the Riot Girl movement. What she's... is Riot Girl? <laughs> well, funny you should ask. It's a feminist punk music scene that started in the Pacific Northwest. Nice. It seems like so many like music scenes start in the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. But in 1991, Kathleen and Toby Vale, they were in a band called Bikini Kill. Also, there was a band called Bratmobile with Allison Wolf and Molly Newman. And all four of those girls started a zine, and they called it Riot Girl. What and is it, a z- Wait, what's a zine? A zine, it stands for magazine. So, okay. you know, like pre-internet, it was hard to get your voice out there. And a lot of people would photocopy their thoughts and record reviews and like poetry and art and Mm -hmm. music and they would just make these little zines themselves you know you could find them at record stores or find them at shows Mm -hmm. and it was just the way to get the word out but riot girl is spelled with a growl so it's usually two or three r's in the middle of it instead of spelt with an i the word girl yeah that's cool so riot girl music really became part of third wave feminism Hmm. third wave yeah well i mean women's suffrage is when was that like uh years ago yeah, like the late 1800s, I think. Uh-huh. And that was, I guess, first wave feminism. And then the feminist activity in the 60s. Yep. The sexual revolution was, I guess, the second wave feminism, I think. I mean, mm-hmm. we need to look it up, I guess. But um, third wave fem- feminism would be like the 90s to today, I think. Hmm. Feminist revolution. So Bikini Kill's first demo cassette was called Revolution Girl Style Now. And then they released an album called Pussy Whipped in 1993. But the first song that I want to start off with on this episode is from their 1996 album called Reject All American. And I'm going to play the title track.
Oh yeah. Yeah, it was kind of. It was very Belinda Carlisle. Oh really? It was totally Go Go's. Alex the Seal. Yeah, I mean, I think it's way more. <laughs> it's way more punk though than Belinda Carlisle. Cool. I'm glad I you liked like it. I feel like the beginning of the Go Go's was pretty punkish. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. I agree. It was. I had. Yeah, it was I used good. to have this like double disc Go Go's album that was white, and it was mm-hmm. a lot of their early stuff and like unreleased stuff, and it was pretty cool. Oh, cool. But I mean, the difference between Riot Girl and punk is like punk is when it's political, it's anti-establishment. But like Riot Girl started out kind of trying to be something completely different, not just anti-establishment, but like a different thing. And uh-huh. Kathleen Hanna, I was reading an article recently, I think that said she's not even against like the mainstream even though that song is kind of like rejecting all American ideals and reject all American. What, is, what else does it say? Tsunami? When? At the end. What was that word they were saying? Um, Hiroshima. They say lip sync. Lip sync. Yeah. I, there was something else I was singing. <laughs> you were singing tsunami? No, I forget Mausoleum? what it was. Mausoleum, <laughs> mausoleum, tsunami, Hiroshima, same thing. Oh my god. Our world is so male-centric and patriarchal. Like, I kind of want to call myself a feminist because I'm into, I'm not into, I mean, like, I believe, like, equality for every gender, but I still feel like, I don't know if I can own the term feminist, but... Oh, own it. <laughs> Wasn't there... I mean, like, yeah. didn't the wasn't there something recently about the Canadian Prime Minister like oh yeah claiming yeah. feminism or yeah. talking about it? Oh, that's so funny because I was just going to mention that. Yeah, really. J- Justin Trudeau, the okay. uh, the hot Prime Minister of Canada. He's uh-huh. he, yeah. He said recently. Oh, wait, I have the quote here. I'm going to keep saying loud and clearly that I'm a feminist until it is met with a shrug. It's just really, really obvious that we should be standing up for women's rights and trying to create more equal societies. Which is huh. awesome. Yeah. When he um, took office, he made half of his cabinet male and half female. Okay. On purpose. <laughs> yeah, of course, on purpose. And then, no, like, the, I mean... the media was asking him why, and he's like, because um, it's 2015. Mm-hmm. So I thought that, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, Carrie Brownstein released a memoir recently, I think last year. It's called Hunger Makes Me a Modern Girl. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I remember the part she was talking about how she was influenced by that band Bikini Kill, especially their song Feels Blind. Some of those lyrics are, look what you have taught me, your world has taught me nothing. Um, As a woman, I was taught to always be hungry. We could eat just about anything. We might even eat your hate up like love. And then she said in her memoir, it was the first time someone put into words my sense of alienation, the feeling that all these institutions and stories we've been taught to hold as sacred often had very little to do with my own lived experiences. Hearing Bikini Kill was like having someone illuminate my world for the first time. Here was a narrative I could place myself inside that I could share with other people to help explain how I felt. Bikini Kill helped to embolden me. Huh. So that was Carrie Brownstein? Yeah, so that's Carrie Brownstein. Oh, but before we move away from Bikini Kill and Kathleen Hanna, I wanted to talk about a band from the UK called Huggy Bear, which is kind of a British equivalent to Riot Girl. Bikini Kill actually put out a split LP with them when they toured the United Kingdom. Pitchfork said about them that Huggy Bear were noisemakers with a gleeful vengeance, courting chaos and ecstasy in buzzsaw punk anthems. Ugh. What? Ugh. 
<laughs> I don't know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre-ish. <laughs> yes, uh, it might be the musical equivalent. Oh my God, my worst movie ever. You know I threw up. What? Yeah, Tim wanted to watch it. We were dating, and so he's like, let's watch this movie. And then I was like, okay, and I don't really love that kind of movies, but I like swear, I watched it, you know, in between my finger slits covering my eyes. And then I got <laughs> to this disgusting part when they literally were like cutting off their legs. I uh. legit puked. I ran to the bathroom and threw up on like one of our first, like we just started dating. <laughs> oh my Sorry. God. Yep. That's hysterical. You know that when I saw Pulp Fiction, I had to leave the theater. I had to stand and oh, back. No. I think I was with you. Well, I also had to, had to like leave when we saw Event Horizon. It was like really bloody. We are just like <sighs> pukey weak Blood's stomach. punishment. <laughs> yeah, gluttons for punishment. <laughs> oh yeah, so God. now today Tim will be like, oh, let's watch the whatever. And I'm like, no. Gross. But you actually can deal with blood, like, because you work in a doctor's office. But Yes, I... I draw blood on a daily basis <laughs> and give shots. Oh, my God. I don't know how you can, because every time I have to get blood taken, I cannot even look. Oh, your story of falling of fainting and splitting your chin on the <laughs> counter comes up daily, like often. Oh my God. Yeah. I had blood, I had blood taken out of clinic and the, the nurse wanted to like have me sit and she's like, Oh, well, why don't you sit in this other room for a while? If you get lightheaded, I'm like, okay, halfway there. I, I wake up, I'm on the floor. Like <laughs> my shoe, one of my shoes is off and my blood, my chin is bleeding. I'm like, what the hell happened? That was so scary. No, but then the best was that you, they called 911 and you're like, no. Well, I didn't have health insurance. Right. Cause you're like, no, no, I don't have health insurance. But then remember they said you should get it stitched up, but it was just a clinic, not a doctor's office. So they dropped you off at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> they just gave you a ride. Oh but it's God. funny because like if someone like is like embarrassed about feeling like they don't want to do it, I'm like, oh, no one can be worse than my brother. And I tell them the whole story and they laugh. Oh, so, wonderful. A, so thank you for the cutting the ice story. <laughs> Breaking the ice. Uh, we were talking about Huggy Bear and their 1993 album, which I love, is called Taking the Rough with the Smooch. And it is a collection of some of their early seven inch singles. Their songs attack the establishment and they're intense and they're aggressive and they're like a call to arms for listeners of all genders and sexual orientations. The song that I love from that album is called Her Jazz. Turn it up. Show me. So show me. Oh, 
Why are you laughing? I don't know. That one made me laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Why? In the like beginning of the song, when it does those two breaks to that noise, it's like, like not even that. It's like clank, (laughs) clank, 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 clank. I just picture like someone just doing that, like break, and she points to like the person. They're like, oh yeah, here's my here's here's my solo, (laughs) and then again. It's like you were there. Oh my word! Yeah, at the school talent show. Oh no, really? You you did you thought it was that bad? No. It... My high school wasn't that talented. I don't know the whole thing. Jen, they want to get your attention for a revolution, and all you're doing is laughing sorry. at them. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Can I be laughing with them? <laughs> You're not laughing at them, you're laughing with them. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So they're from the UK? Yeah, they are. I don't know what city. I could definitely hear the accent. Yeah, do you remember we went to London together? Yes. Oh, that was so much fun. That was a while ago. We went, we had like... (sighs) Yeah. Oh, you know when it was? When? It was like 99, like for the millennium, for the Y2K. Oh, yeah, we were, like, doing a last hurrah before the end of the world in, in YTK. <laughs> <laughs> we have to see the world. <laughs> Do you remember the shower curtain? At the hotel? Yeah. How? No. Oh, my God, I remember taking a shower and it, like, attacked me. Like, you know, it was one of those that, like, yeah, just sucked in. <laughs> I think I remember. Because it, it, it was, like, a light fabric and there was there's so much air or something that <laughs> oh comes out God. with the hot water. That yes. it's just like a tornado, and then it, the, the curtain just like clings to your naked body. <laughs> so bad. Sorry, I just thought of that. <laughs> Back in the USA in the early 1990s, there was a band named Bratmobile. And you remember two of those members started the Riot Girl zine with the girls from Bikini Kill. Mm-hmm. But Bratmobile is another popular uh, Riot Girl band. The members met at college, and they played their first show as a dare. But then they became a full-fledged band, and they've been around for years. They split up for a while and then got back together. Um, the song that I want to play is the title track from their 1994 EP called The Real Janelle. Janelle. 
Okay. Did you think they were saying the real Jenna? The real Jenna. <laughs> yes. Thank goodness Tim just delivered my cocktail. Oh, what are you drinking? Well, it's kind of fitting for the girl power theme tonight. The girl power hour? Yeah. Well, it's a Cosmo, pink and pretty, <laughs> but it's made with my limoncello. Oh, I love your limoncello. Thanks. You know, which starts with, um, you know, 151. That's rum. No, 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 not rum. You're talking yeah, Everclear. Yeah, not that. Everclear. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just taking Great shots alcohol. of Everclear? <laughs> well, no, because that's what you're supposed to, that's what you're supposed to make it with. This Italian chef gave me the recipe and said, you have to use the, like, whatever proof it is, 90 proof, I forget. Um, but that's the way you have to do it. And it's really good. But if you make, if you do your Cosmos with it, it's really amazing. It's instead of Grand Marnier, you do the limoncello, vodka, cranberry juice, lime, delicious. Do you shake it up? Oh, yeah. And you put it, Are you, do you have it in a martini glass right now? Yep. I wish I could send you a photo. <laughs> oh, my God. Snap a pic. <laughs> that sounds pink good. and pretty but powerful pink and pretty but powerful <laughs> <laughs> oh wow so but you didn't really like the bratmobile i mean i don't know i i feel bad but i don't really you don't it need to feel bad like yelling they have a lot to say they have to get their feelings out <laughs> in case you didn't hear <laughs> well all right, we can. We're gonna try one more time with that band because okay, <laughs> Bratmobile. Bratmobile never had a bassist, but in 1997, I like my bass. You yeah, that's right. You said that you like a bassy sound. Yeah. Um, two of the members of Bratmobile joined up with two members of a band called Cutthroats, and also a girl named Nattles that was in the band Flin Flon. Flin Flon. With. Mark Robinson from the Teen Beat Records episode that we talked about, that band Unrest. Mm-hmm. Cool. But anyway, um, <laughs> everything's connected. So this project is called Cold Cold Hearts, and I love this album, and it's hard to find anywhere. It's on Kill Rock Stars Records. It came out in 1997, and the song that I want to play is called Broken Teeth.
Lots of angst there. Yeah, this music is like angry. So I wonder why like you're so you're drawn to this type of music, which is interesting to me. Yeah, I don't even know. I think um I mean, I like it just musically, but also I think like growing up, you know, I was like gay in a culture that did not allow it. And so uh-huh. like I think just not that I'm appropriating it, but like, you know, punk rock is kind of like angsty but it's mostly straight males uh, in the bands and kind of like being gay I think I that's why I must like like angry female music does that make sense yeah I don't know what music were you listening to when I was listening to this oh god and then whatever my one hit wonders like I'm trying yeah, but to you think liked I mean music. I loved you like music like um Alanis and and Hole and stuff like I think you can get what what's right Appealing or like about 10,000 it. Maniacs. I was, I love oh, yeah, yeah, Natalie me too. Merchant. I think I loved everything, but then I love New Kids on the Block. Yeah, yeah. And so, like Salt and Peppa and like hip hop oh, yeah. too. I loved everything. I went through definitely like a new edition slash boys to men stage and all that. The Humpty Dance and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the, like, well, the Humpty Dance is your chance to do the hump. <laughs> that's true. I didn't want to miss out on that. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, my music style definitely has an evolution, whereas yours kind of is the same. No, it's not. Well, no, no, no. You liked this and stuck with it. Now I listen back oh, to yeah. something and I was like, ooh, I liked that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, I do that, too. But I also oh. like like all that other stuff for nostalgia. You know, like. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like the Humpty Dance? Exactly. <laughs> Cold, Cold Hearts. I love that album. They get kind of dirty in their lyrics sometimes, but it's really good. They said the word unicorn in the thing. Uh Did you hear about unicorn kisses seltzer water? Oh, that's weird because I think she said unicorn as a euphemism. (laughs) What? Unicorn what? Unicorn. What do you mean? (laughs) I want a man like a unicorn. Oh. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Anywho. <laughs> so anyway. This is not like that. This is yeah. a seltzer water called Unicorn Kisses. Yeah. Have you tried it? No, you can't find it anywhere. Why? I don't know. It's limited edition. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. be on the lookout. I know, right? We mentioned Carrie Brownstein earlier. And if you don't know her from her bands Excuse 17 and Sleater Kinney, then you definitely know her from her show Portlandia, in which she stars with Fred Armisen. Yep, yep. In her memoir, she mentions being in love with the voice of Corin Tucker, who was in the band Heavens to Betsy. And when that band broke up, Carrie and Corin formed Sleater Kinney. And they are the most commercially successful of the Riot Girl bands. Actually, they're kind of more indie rock than punk rock anyways. They released seven albums between 1994 and 2005, and then they went on like a 10-year-long break. But in 2015, we were thrilled to hear that they reunited the band, and they released an album which was amazing called No Cities to Love. So the first newer song that I'm going to play for you, in the same vein as these old Riot Girl songs, is by Sleater Kinney, and this is called Surface Envy. Surface envy. 
I love it. Yeah, that was pretty good because it's more, the voice was more talented. Yeah, she has a great voice. That's Corinne yeah. Tucker. Like, I really like the voice. Like, you could you could picture, like, that live. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. They're so good live. Really? Yeah. Like, you can't help but dance. Like, it's so good. Oh, good. I'm glad that you like it. Yay. <laughs> the next band I want to play was called, once in an article, a bi-bilingual political dance sax punk party from Providence. That is a mouthful. Try saying that five times fast. <laughs> um, but the members are queer and activists. Victoria Ruiz works for Demand Progress, a grassroots lobbying group, and she's the singer of this band. The band is called Downtown Boys, and they sing in English and Spanish. Um, Victoria said that she wanted to reach as many people as, as possible, so that's why she sings in both languages. They have heavy guitar riffs and their saxophone. It reminds me a little bit of this old um, British punk band called X-Ray Specs, which um, was all girls from the, from the UK in the late 70s. But this song is from their 2015 full communism album, and the song is called Monstro. What?
you like that song? Um, it has more of the yelling. Yeah, I mean, it, but it didn't get you riled up. No, that one didn't because at one point I was like, "Is she speaking another language?" Yeah, and maybe she, she was. <laughs> she's speaking Spanish. I mean oh. that that song. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, I can't even understand her. <laughs> oh no! But the English song, the English words she was singing was, "She's brown, she's smart." So okay. like. I don't know. In as much as like I'm a wimp with blood, like songs like this just make me want to like turn it up and just like get my blood drawn. <laughs> get my blood drawn. <laughs> no. Get my blood drawn on. <laughs> no, it's just like gets me like motivated because like she's not only just like they're not just like talking about feminism. They're like talking about like race equality, and it just like I don't know. It just seems so like. Everyone open your eyes and like change the world and let's all be progressive and better. Huh. I don't you know what I mean? Like that all comes into my mind when I hear songs like that and I just love it. Well, I'm glad you do. <laughs> Next time you come over and my house needs to be cleaned, I'm gonna crank that and be like, let's clean and you'll be like Windex, Windex. You know I once got fired for Windexing, so you might want to make me vacuum instead. What? My first job when I worked at McCausland's Meat and Deli yes. in Milford when I was vegetarian, cleaning blood off the, the meat machines, off the walls. Okay. Remember, I like worked there for two weeks, and like the owner and I had a disagreement of how to Windex the deli case, and that's all I remember. And like we kind of just like parted ways. And I'm like, did Seriously? I just... Yeah, I'm like, did I just get fired or did I quit? But we both agreed like I don't belong there. Oh, my word, over your Windex differences. <laughs> I had to go. I need. I was needed for holiday help at Caldor Department Store. <laughs> <laughs> my services are needed elsewhere. When you were growing up, did you ever think about, like, feminism or your rights as a woman? Like, how women make so much less than men at the workplace? I remember, like, like girl power like spice girls yeah 90s yeah totally in fact like i just saw something online about how they're actually gonna do a 20-year reunion tour with all of the spices <laughs> <laughs> with every spice on the shelf every spice yes all the girls are coming back for a reunion tour and i thought that was crazy oh no I... I did love them yeah, they had some good songs. I read about that, yeah. too. And I think it was hard for them to get Posh Spice oh. on the ticket. Now that she's Now so that she's posh. Victoria Beckham. Now that she really is, yeah. That's funny, though. Mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, Girl Power, I feel like, was even taken from the Riot Girl movement, uncredited. Maybe. But, I mean, it's great that it became mainstream, because that's, I think, what what those girls intended, kind of like to make, uh, to have their voices heard everywhere. So yep. I feel like they would embrace it. Yeah. Well, we have one more song. I want to bookend this episode with Kathleen Hanna. Strikes again. <laughs> yeah. This time with her new slash old band named Julie Ruin. She started it like in 97 as a solo project. But then recently, a few years ago, she um, made it a full band. Neat. Between the 90s with Bikini Kill and now, she was in a band called La Tigra, and she also battled Lyme disease, but now she's in remission, and she's back. 
So, I mean, we mentioned girl power before and Spice Girls. And, you know, like Beyonce's Run the World and uh, Girls Rule, like all these sayings um, Mm -hmm. are like now just normal in our culture. But Kathleen recently said that we're like still not living in a world with gender equality. So like, you know, girls rule like they don't actually rule because we are still dealing with the same issues. So she's like in Bikini Kill songs like um, one song called Double Daria, she was calling to girls to participate in the scene. But now she says now she's enjoying being a person just in a band. She's not worrying too much about the content. She said once like, yeah, I'm a feminist musician, but I'm also a musician. She's just like writing really good music. This song that I want to play by Julie Ruin is about walking away from a confrontation with a female adversary. Maybe it's Courtney Love. But um, let's listen to it and tell me what you think. It's okay. a song by Julie Ruin. It's called Ha Ha Ha. Okay.
were not you, a fan. Well, were you dancing at least? Not really. <laughs> All right, so that is not making your cleaning mix. No, I guess not. No. Well, that's okay. And they really only said like the same thing over and over. Oh, get it. <laughs> yeah, it's the chorus. I know. <laughs> well, do we think it was about Courtney Love? Was it? I don't know. No, I mean, I just read somewhere. I was trying to, like, read, like, what is this song about Armageddon and, like, looking at the lyrics. And then I read something, like, that it's about walking away from some confrontation with some other girl. And, it, mm-hmm. you know, she says, like, if anti-you means anti-us, uh, maybe it's Armageddon for um, this episode. <laughs> it's the end. Maybe. Oh, God. <laughs> Ugh, confrontations are the worst. Yeah. You know, my ongoing joke about taking someone to the nines means you're on the oh, outs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, because I had some girlfriends that I sat down and thought we were going to smooth things over, and it just ended up with me dropping money, storm. I'm like, I'm not dealing with this shit, and like storming out. And we didn't talk for years. Uh, yeah, but... I remember that. Wait, and you were at the 99 restaurant. We were at which, the 99. Yes. <laughs> which we call the nines. Yes. So now we call the nines, and yeah, taking someone to the nines means they're in I big know. trouble. Yeah, that's, like, from our family, like, lexicon. Like, Jen, do you have to take them to the nines? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like, it's, like, means breaking up with a friend. It's gonna be bad. But wait, you reconnected with those girls? Yeah, yeah, we're, I can re- reconnect on Facebook, and we hope to get together soon. Oh, good. Yeah, I know. See, everything comes around full circle. Well, Jen, I hope next time you are frustrated with male-dominated society, you can revisit this episode. You know, get out the Windex, get out the vacuum, and your house will be spotless. Yes. <laughs> All right. Have a good night. You too. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye, don't. <laughs> enjoyed the podcast go to itunes and subscribe also if you listen to stitcher we're on there too so you can find us everywhere <laughs> and you can even find us on twitter now so follow us at at songs for jenna <laughs> <laughs>